At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I sacrificed my first wife for this. I did that. I messed it up because I chose to do this. And because my first wife didn't see the vision, I chose to still go my route and not put my family first. So I go, all this stuff I sacrificed for this, it's gotta work, man. What's going on, DJ family? Welcome to another episode of We Create the Vibes podcast, where we interview dope DJs who are out there creating vibes everywhere they go. Today's guest is Praise 104.1 and Magic 102.1's own DJ Soul. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm I'm feeling real good, man. Glad to be here. Man, I'm glad to have you, man. I, I you know I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule, man, to sit down with me, man. Yes, sir. Hey, man, you made the you made the request. I said I gotta be there, man. Gotta gotta do it. Absolutely, I appreciate that. So let's get into it, man. How did you start DJing, man? Talk Good. about your journey. All right, let's talk about it. So I grew up as a preacher's kid. My mom and dad played music all day. I loved the music that they were playing, but um, as a young young Christian. I said, this this music is not hitting me. I get, it. I get my, my parents feeling it, but I need a little boom back or some 808 mm-hmm. stuff on it. And so I tried it. Um, I think I probably was about 13, 14 years old. I tried something, tried scratching their records on their record player. Okay. And, you know, yeah, the parents were, wasn't happy with me messing up their records like that. And so, um, once I got older, um, I still had the passion for music. I love music, man. Um, I saw one of my, I'm a plumber by trade. Okay. Um, and I saw one of my colleagues DJing at a carnival, a big carnival. Mm. And I know he's a plumber just like me. And I'm like, brother, how you get on the stage doing a big carnival and you're a plumber like me? He said, man, get the records, get the equipment, and go for it. And that's what I did. And I chose a market that I knew, which was gospel. And at that time, I'm going to say it was about 1995, 96. It was unheard of. It was almost tabooish to mix gospel, to put a hip-hop beat with gospel. It was unheard of. But I was wanting to try it. I felt like the young people was going to fall in love with it. And and that's how I got involved. I hope I, I hope I answered your question. No, you did, man. No, and speaking of gospel, and you said earlier that 
you weren't really feeling the music that your parents were playing. Mm-hmm. So what was the transition? Like what actually got you into, like what was the artist, what was the song that really, you know, made you switch up and, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go into gospel, but you know I'm gonna add I'm gonna add those hip hop beats behind it. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna blend it up like you're doing now and killing it too. So what made you you know what made you head into that lane? Um, so my dad was an Andre Crouch type of guy, whinings and sold commission. And so when I heard the songs, the the songs touched my heart. Okay, but it didn't move my feet. Mm. So I said, how do I flip this? where I touched the heart and moved the feet at the same time. And so I said, I like the beats of the urban industry. I love it. And most of the beats come from Christian producers, which most people don't know, like the dog childs and all of that. If I take those beats that they're using on the urban side and mix them here, man, this is going to be phenomenal. And at the time, folks shunned me. They said I wasn't saved. They said I didn't love the Lord. Mm. But I kept going. And there was one guy, his name was Craig Brower, and he's my partner. Um, he fell in love with it. And uh, we got together, came up with a name, and we started doing this, man, and been holding on ever since. Nice, man. Now, you said another thing that really touched me. And, uh, yeah, you know, DJing on a gospel circuit, you you – you said something that really stood out to me, man. Yes, sir. You said you were, you know, blending up the hip hop beats over the gospel music, and people were saying, "This man must not really love the Lord." Why is it that big disconnect when it comes to? I say it's mainly I see with you know old older gospel listeners or lovers when it comes to blending or meshing or just you know make, making gospel sound you know a little upbeat up to date i feel like the older older gospel lovers they hate that they don't love it they don't love the you know the, the transition you know I, talk to me about that man so what i think it was it was a scripted that you know that was embedded in all of our you know i come from an apostolic background okay. and so it was real strict real hard and so there was a scripted that says come out from among them and be separate mm. I was like, oh okay so, and, and the way they broke it down is whatever the world doing, you don't do. We separate. You don't do what the world doing. And so that's why at the time, the, the seasoned saints wasn't feeling what, what I thought I was trying to bring to the table because they felt like it sounded like the world. Mm, okay. Where, where the message, the message change from the beat now i'm telling folks to get saved but it's it's with a hip-hop beat on it or something and i think what happened is they didn't want us to know that they were listening to them songs so they knew what the real song was right don't put that beat with that ah so i get it i I totally get it but times are changing i I remember they gave kurt franklin a hard way to go when he first started yeah. Now, now this man sells out shows. They love him, and I it, it had to grow up on and grow on him. So that's that's what I believe. But that's what it was. That scripture was embedded in a lot of the Christian 
um, household was come out from among them and be mm. And that's what folks felt like. You know, if you're saved and sanctified, sanctified means set apart. Yep. So that's how they were so, um, you know, adamant and, and strong about this is not what the Lord is asking us to do. But in my heart, I felt like the Lord gave me this gift to do this and I wanted to do it to my best. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So talk to me about your first DJ gig and also Ooh. how did you prepare, you know, for your first DJ gig for that first DJ set that you, you know, you did in your life? You know, what went into that preparation, man? All right. So once again, I was making mixtapes, giving them out, handing right. them out. Um, there was a station in Baltimore called Spirit 1400. And um, they happened to be at a skating rink in Baltimore. And I figured I, I got to get this in somebody's hand. And I'm, I'm getting to you, your question, but I got to lead it into. Oh, so I had, good, man. I had the CD. I put it on the station vehicle on the windshield wiper, you know, and left it. And I said, all right, Lord, I left it. Whatever happens, come out of it, then that's what happens. So a, a young lady named Ruth Sumner was driving the vehicle. She got the CD, put it in the, the um, station vehicle CD player and was playing it. Next thing you know, I get a phone call from her. And she said, listen, I got a Christian club for you. I, it wasn't even a club, it was a prom. And she says, and the fee is, and at that time she said 250. I'm like, I ain't never got paid for this. Okay. Right. <laughs> and trust me, I got regular house speakers. This was before we got into QSCs and, and whatever. Mm. I, TVs. I had these little house speakers. They were leaning and I'm putting it in my homeboy's car and we driving no. to the pot. And um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't prepare. I just felt like I was doing something different that nobody was doing anyway. So this would be their first time hearing it coming from me. Mm, and okay. so, yeah, so I did it. And the people, I felt like they loved it. And from there, it just, it just kind of grew from there. Nice. So you saying you didn't prepare. So you, you didn't go through any, any uh, crates or anything like, mm, I'm going to play this record or I know they're going to like this. It was just, I got this. Like, I'm going to give y'all how I'm feeling. Uh, I, at that time, yes. And, okay. and just to kind of just to kind of give you a little bit of history, I am a musician, piano player. And so I've been playing ministering music for churches for a long time, longer than my DJ. So okay. I kind of knew what the churches were listening to in the church. Mm. Because right, I'm a musician. So all I did was play with, I know they sing in the church, put my beast behind it so they can dance to it. And at that time, it worked because it was new. It was fresh. They never heard their praise and worship song mixed with a hip hop beat. Mm. Yeah, nah, I mean, super dope. When I first started hearing your mixes, I'm like, this this is and I'm you know I'm late to the party, but uh, I was like, man, this is this is something different, man. Even when I was hearing like some of the you was putting like gospel bounce bounce beats on uh gospel records, I'm like, man. 
This guy, yeah. knows what he, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> all, all praise, man. I cause sometimes right. I feel, I, sometimes I feel like I don't. I'm nah, a, you I'm, know what you um, yeah. you like when you when I'm listening because I'm I wasn't that big into gospel, but I'm telling you when you put them beats behind, it, it causes a different type of energy. It yeah, sure. you feel like you were listen, listening to the you know the original song with the beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes yeah, you know. Yes, yeah, sir. So no, yeah, that's dope. Now, now speaking of radio, you're a radio DJ. You don't just DJ on one radio station. You know, two two radio stations, probably even more coming in the future. Talk to me about the grind. How did you get on radio? I mean, you did mention that you slid a tape, the old radio um, radio station vans, which is dope. That's like old marketing 101. Yeah, That's something yeah. I even tried when I first moved to New York, giving, okay. giving the mixtapes out. So I love that. Yes, sir. How did you get on radio, man? What was the process? So after that, after I put that CD on the, on the station and got the call, um, and I told you I'm a plumber by trade. Okay. And I'm doing plumbing. And I talked to the young lady named Ruth Sumner, and she was in promotions, the promotion department. And so I said, I would really love to come and work for you all. She says, I have a position in promotion, and it's non-paying. I went to my supervisor in the plumbing department. And I said, listen, man, I think I'm gonna let this go and I'm, I'm going in the radio. He said, you know, you make about 30 something dollars and by the time you finish, we'll be doing about 50, $60 an hour. Mm. I, said, I said, I feel a call. Um, and I wish I would have told my wife this. At the time. <laughs> my, wife this. my first wife this at the time because she okay. was feeling it. Because I went from making this good money mm. to volunteering at the station. Because I felt like if I keep going, the sky's the limit. God's going to blow my mind. That's how I felt. But, you know, trying to get people to see your vision at that early stage. So I went into promotion. And while I'm in promotion, I'm still handing out CDs. Now, okay. at that time, um, Artists used to come in the station a lot. And so we're talking about, um, who is it? Who is it? Ah, shucks. Please forgive me. The Run DMC's DJ. Mm, okay. um, I, yeah, his, how the hell I forget his name? I know. Please forgive me. <laughs> Not Jam Master J. That's it. Jam Jam okay, yeah. I'm about to say, how do I forget his name? <laughs> yeah, it, it crossed my mind. But he came. I gave it to him. A young lady named Kate mm. Swift before she passed. Yeah, Kate Swift. Swift. Yeah, God bless her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so all of these people, I'm mm -hmm. giving them my CDs and they loving it. Reggie Red, all okay. of these guys, they loving what I'm doing and they trying to figure out how we can connect. And we're trying to connect. And for whatever reason, um, at that moment, you know, whatever, we I understand how God works. So that's how I got to the station. I started in promotion. And I started handing out CDs, and this is how I got put on. There's a guy named Jeff Majors, and he had a song called Wade in the Water. I remixed his Wade in the Water, not knowing that his marketing person was going to hear my CD with his Wade in the Water. What the guy did, he put that Wade in the Water on a magic station. Not even on the gospel station. Mm. On the station. That's tough. Mr. Majors heard it 
called me and said, um, who told you to do that? <laughs> I said, I'm just a DJ. He said, come see me. Mm. At that time, him and Miss Hughes were an idol. Oh, okay, okay. The so, Hughes? Yes. Yes, okay, nice, so, nice. When I met with him, I didn't know all of this stuff was new to me. And so he was like, recreate what you did. And he gave me a piano. <laughs> I said, okay, the, the ultimate yeah. test. <laughs> I said, I did this with records. I didn't do this with a keyboard. <laughs> and so, um, so what happened was I took a baby face. I took a baby face record. Um, there oh. she go. Mm, um, okay. And I mixed it with the weight in the water. Dope remix. They loved it. But because I didn't get clearance, the guy who put it on Mag, the Magic Station in Baltimore, he he didn't want to get, you know, penalized for Lies, it. Yep. Get sued. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm trying to think of all the right terminology. Nah, it's, all, it's all good, brother. So, uh, so from there, Mr. Majors kept me under his wing. Mm. And I learned so much from Mr. Majors and Miss Hughes while I was with them. Um, and and even though it did not quite work with Miss Hughes and Jeff, Miss Hughes kept me still a part of her team. Mm. Yeah. Dope story, man. Yeah. So speaking of DJing, radio, you know, I'm constantly checking your IG. And I yes, see sir. you're a touring DJ, which is very dope. You got to give me the do's and don'ts. What are the do's and don'ts of a touring DJ? Um, The don'ts. I'll give you the don'ts first. Okay. Whoever you're DJing for, don't play their songs. Okay. <laughs> Even if you have the list of songs that they plan on doing. Okay. Don't play their songs. Because what, while working with Mr. Majors at the time, he was torn. And I understand that at any given time, he could change that list. Mm, but if I, play, if I play his songs, it, it cuts his list short. He he sees the people, he want to go a different direction, but I already played it. And he's like, I can't do it now because you played it. Don't play my record. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so that's a don't. Don't play the record. Um, be early. And, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. When you say prepare, I normally go off the energy of the people. Okay. But I'm learning now how to make the crates beforehand. But most of the time, I don't know what the crowd's going to be. before. Mm, wow. That makes sense. So once I get there, not all records work. Not all records work, you know, in, in that in that um, field. I just did a Fred Hammond's um, con concert. Mm, the legend. The, the hot record that I thought was going to kill it. Oh, nope. What record was that? What record did you touch? In I, touched, I touched the Norman Hutchins with my name on it. Okay, okay. And they weren't feeling that. I put the beat behind it. Oh, I looked around. I was like, yeah. sweating. Jeez. <laughs> okay. I, I hope y'all don't mind me being 100. I'm going to be 100. I'm not going to fake it, man. It was, I was sweating bullets. And, yeah. I, and I really wanted to, like, kill it, kill it. Because it was for Live Nation. 
Okay. It was at MGM. I'm okay. like, this is, yes, this is where I'm striving. Let me do what I, but, you know, sometimes God said no. And you just got to roll with the punches. What's going on, DJ family? DJ Reese here. Every Monday at 9 a.m., I'm dropping a new podcast episode where I'm highlighting some of the dopest DJs out there that are creating vibes at all the venues that they're DJing at. If you want to hear these stories, level up in your DJing. If you're a new beginner DJ, you need new tips. You want to hear the inspiration from the DJs who started out new that are taking their DJing game to the next level. Well, you got to check out WeCreateTheVibes.com every Monday, 9 a.m. New stories, new episodes from the dopest DJs out there killing it in the game right now. Hosted by DJ Reese. Again, check out WeCreateTheVibes.com. Doing events, DJing. Ever since COVID hit, I feel like the crowds, like, I don't know, they kind of, they've been very weird. Even like, you know, I do weddings and like, I'm like, y'all not really trying to turn up and have fun. And like, this is, this is a night of, you know, ceremony and matrimony. Like, we're not trying to have the best time of our lives. Like, what are we doing here? You know, some of these crowds are, are very, ever since the pandemic, man, <laughs> they don't know how to act. They don't know how to interact. Man. I'm going to be honest with you. I felt like I lost my spark mm. after COVID. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like that too. I felt like I lost it. And I, I'm trying to be around my friends. And I'm like, y'all got to give me some energy because I I, I, ha I haven't been in people's faces. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know how it is for you. But for me, I vibe off your energy. Yeah. The people's energy. So if the people aren't moving, I feel like it's me. And I get, I'm hard on myself. So I, I apologize if I'm too transparent, but I'm, I'm just hard on myself. And, um, you know, and I understand there are folks um, who, who are great, like yourself and, and DJ Tony Tone, the I Rock Jesus. These guys are excellent DJs. And I try my best to connect with them to make sure I stay rooted and I stay grounded and, and I understand how the shift is working. And when I have my low points, I can call my brothers or my sisters and ask them to be, you know, a listening board or, or, or my, my help, my support. Because some days I have my off days, brother. And even though I'm on these radio stations and people go, you on radio, brother, I still go through. Absolutely, you're human, man. Like, yes, yeah, I, I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, there there are pressures to DJing. We're not just, you know, playing music for fun or, you know, playing stuff that we want to hear internally. Like we're we're entertaining. We're, we're here to make people have a good time. And sometimes some people are not there to have a good time. You know, you can play their favorite song at the right moment and they're still not going to do nothing. Like yeah. that's just the reality of it. You know, it's crazy. Because I feel a hundred percent everything you said. Like I'm very hard on myself too. I don't even show it, but like, yeah, I, I'm I'm a private person, a lone person. So yeah, I'll go through those moments where I'll, I'll chew myself out after a gig, or even I play something I thought was gonna go. I'll chew myself out at the gig, but no one. I'll have the internal battle where no one even knows I'm having this discussion with myself, which sounds so crazy. But yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I, well, I wish I was like that. Everybody knows. <laughs> Looking like, listen, they don't know what you're doing. They don't know you're going through. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> like, I'm 
I feel like I'm bombing here because nobody's moving. Right, right. <laughs> now, if this was if this was an R&B crowd, it probably would have worked. But this the gospel people sometimes can be hard, brother. And yeah, difficult. <laughs> difficult, and I love the challenge. I'm not, you know, I love the challenge. There have been times that I've talked to some of my support system, and I said, I wanna, I'm gonna give up. I don't, I don't mm, think. No I go. I don't think this is it for me. I think it's for somebody else. I I think I'm done. And they tell me, don't give up. You just started. And I'm like, wow, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so stuff like that helps me keep going. Because there are times I go, I want to be done. Yeah, trust me. I I know. I know you're feeling with that. I, I trust me because I'm open format, but. At one point, you know, not to say I wanted to be a particular genre. There were just, you know, a few genres I wanted to touch. And then I had to realize, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe you're just not the right person for certain things. And I had to personally even realize that myself, especially even with my radio journey. Like, I, I've been in radio since I was 20. But I had to realize, you know, like what I am tr- want to bring to radio is probably not accepted by radio. So I got to do it a different format. But, yeah, man. <laughs> and yeah. I'm learning. Listen, as long as I've been in there in radio, I think I've been in radio since 2001. Mm. I have seen a lot, and I've seen a lot of things change, especially with the DJs. Yeah, you know, when I first when I first joined radio, there was no thing as payola. Yep. And now that I'm in it, you know, twenty some odd years later. It's now payola and and all that stuff that y'all could do back then, you cannot do now. So there are songs that I wish I could play, you know? And and I do have a supervisor that's, um, he's a little bit relaxed with me. And I appreciate it, both both of them. Both both the magic and both the, um, you know, they still abide by the rules and so do I, you know? but they're not as hard on me as I know they could. I've been in this industry too long and I've seen it. They have all rights. If they felt like, hey, that song, no. <laughs> you know, <I'm, laughs> I, have, I, have, I have played drops in the middle of songs being played and I know it's a no-no. And they, they could call like, hey, what was that? <laughs> but they're, they're a little easy on me and I appreciate having good supervisors. And at the stations, yeah. No, that's dope, man. You know, you definitely you earned that, man. All yes, right, sir. you earned yes, that, sir. brother. All right, so give me some reasons why a client should hire a DJ at an event, man. Some people think they could just throw the iPod on there, put Spotify, but they need a DJ. Give me reasons why they should hire a DJ. Absolutely, um, that's a great question. I believe that your hired DJ, a live DJ, is because I think I shared it before. You get to read the crowd. You can see what's working, what's not. If you play an iPod, stop it, and you, and you get to talk, speak on the mic. It's mm-hmm. just interactions that the iPod just cannot do. You know, just just press and play on a on a on a boombox just doesn't work. When a live person is there, you you getting that energy, you getting the blends, 
you get in the blends. Oh my goodness, you get to create, uh, DJ just get to create blends and create an atmosphere that just press and play just won't do. And so um, I, I think that's the purpose or that's the reason why I would. I would hire a DJ, a live DJ for that interaction and for them to read my crowd and know what to play and bang this thing out and let's party. Man, perfect, perfect answer, my brother. Yes, sir. Now, do DJs really need DJ insurance, man? I say yes. And but the way it works now is you could get the one day insurance one day insurance yep. and it covers you. Um, but yes, most definitely, because something could happen. You know, we prepared for the what ifs. And 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 before. I was a guy as quiet as a cat. I never liked insurance, but me either. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> but now, now you're coming across venues that requires us to have it. Yep. So I say, get it. It, it may cost you a hundred, two hundred dollars for that day. By all means, do it. Just put it in your price. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, I say it's important just in case something do happen, you're covered. You don't have to come out of pocket. They do. You know? X. Yes, sir. So you're doing, man, so many gigs out there. Talk to me about the importance of a sound check. And was that something you were doing when you first started? Or is that something you, you know, as the gigs piled up, you're like, yo, I need a, I need a, I need to get a sound check in to make sure my sounds, you know, sounds right. So talk to me about that, man. Well, I shared it before when I first started, I had a speaker that leaned and okay. they were house speakers. I didn't understand sound. All my speakers was on the floor. Okay. Mm. I, yeah, I did not understand sound. It wasn't until I had my mentor, Jeff, teach me about sound with his show. I'm like, okay. So when I started doing my DJing um, heavy, I hired a sound guy. Mm. And when I hire my sound guy, my sound guy should know what decibels we need in order to make sure that this room feels good. Now, I do, my, my sound guy and I do disagree on a few things. Okay. I think my sound guy may be going deaf. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh my goodness, he's, he's a little older, but, but I, I take him everywhere I go. Um, my agent, you know, feels like we can do it ourselves, but he's, so I've, I've got to get to your point. Sound check is important okay. because if the sound is not right. It can cause the party to not be right. Yes. The sound too low. They can't feel it. They can't hear it. Ah, I, I, I don't like this party's whack. And so sound check allows these things to go right. The mic is not going, um, giving the feedback, all of that. So it's important that your sound is right. When the people are coming, it feels good to them. So, yes, so that's important. Now I'm gonna go back to the to my sound guy. I keep my sound guy because my sound guy is a DJ as well. Mm, so you got those ears. Yes, so, but he's getting deaf. Um, but he, <laughs> He's a DJ as well. And what happens is he holds me accountable. I need accountability 
I need mm -hmm. for him, hey brother, you know, he he shares his thoughts with me. Ah, you you didn't stay in the genre too long. You got out of the genre too fast. Mm, I like that. So I receive this information from him, and that's what makes me better. I try to put people on my team that's better than me. Oh, I believe it's better than I am because I want to continue to learn. There's so much out here to learn. So I listen to all of you all. I listen to you, brother. Trust. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. brother. I'm I'm on all I'm all over your page. So you are. <laughs> Trust me, when you were on the station, and and there was a, I was listening. Oh, I appreciate I, that, brother. And anything else you posting, I'm listening because I wonder I want to know what everyone's doing. How can I get it? What can what what I can learn from it? What I can take from it? And I'm not trying to be like per se you, but I want to add my flavor to from what I learned from you. Oh, so, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. When I first started mixing with uh, Philly's favorite, I actually, you know, I went to your mix cloud. I, I went okay. through, I act actively listened to everything, your playing style, but I would say I'm probably not the guy I listened to when it came to radio yeah. because I was doing the things that, not to say there was anything wrong with them, it's just, I'm I, don't know, I see things differently. Like, I don't want to be doing what was done 20 years ago, 10 years ago. I, I, I feel like, you know, we as people, we can't be in group thought, meaning like if everybody thinks the same. We got to do this. I wanted to do something different. They just wasn't with it. <laughs> I get it. I, I totally get it. I have my partner. My partner is hip hop, Craig Brower, DJ okay. Craig and them. He's all hip hop, gospel hip hop. Mm, now, nice. I do. I I also do Morgan, uh, Morgan State Radio okay. during the holidays. Now Morgan, if you listen to them, they're churchy, churchy. But I always bring my friends because I feel like it's enough pie for all of us to eat. Right, so right. Enjoy some of this. And so every time I brought my boy, he will bang them heavy with that hip hop, and these people will call. Um, can you tell me why? Every song got to be hip hop. Can we hear some Can we hear some tie? And I tell my boy, hey, throw some tie in there. He's like, I ain't playing no tie. I'm playing this, I'm playing this new Lecrae, this new 1K2. I'm like, oh, all right, brother. I get it. I get it. And so sometimes I got to say, soul, and believe me, can be talking in third person, but soul, they called you. They didn't call him. Mm -hmm. Even though I want to help him. And he knew at some point, he knew, he said, so I'm done. I can't go in there with you anymore because I know these people want something that I'm not willing to give them. Yep. <laughs> right now, radio uh, is not, has not, especially gospel, have not progressed to the point yet. Now, are they getting there? Yes. But it's, you know, hip hop, gospel hip hop been around for over 20 years. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it needs to be accepted more. God, yeah. I feel like that's where the, with the waves at, the energy, if you're going to get the younger people, but also with the right message that, you know, they can feel the beats. They can feel the production. The music is not putting them to sleep. It's more mm -hmm. fans, but the yeah. message is good. That's what we yeah. need to accept. And I feel like the older people, they just hear somebody rapping, so they automatically think the message is bad. And it's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Oh.
I got a big question for you, man. Speaking of events, man, I know you do weddings. I know you do private events. How do you handle, you know, requests, song requests? You know, how do you handle that? I'm pretty easy when it comes down to requests. When they give it to me, if I can blend it in, I'm blending it right in. Okay. It doesn't bother me because I feel like I'm here for them. I'm here to I'm here to bless them, you know, and serve them. So if they give me requests, I'm hoping that once I play it, they get on the floor. <laughs> right. <laughs> now with the advancements of technology, what's one thing that has changed everything for you when it comes to DJing with technology? Man, I'm gonna tell you, this 3.0 right now, that technology right now is a game changer. The STEM, right. the STEMs being able to take out a, a, a I mean, take out a instrumental take out an acapella whatever this that advancement right there brother is a game changer for me because now what will happen i believe is now dj will become producers right and and this is this is what we need this is the dj college and all of them and this is what we need we need those advancements to take us to the next level where that like go back to the, the jukebox and the iPod cannot do. You need a live DJ to be able to do those things. So so that's so true, man. And yes, yeah, stems man taking taking over the DJ world right now, man. So yes, all those DJs out there, definitely make sure you're getting down with the stems. All right. Now, <laughs> how can one stand out as a DJ? You know, give us some tips, especially for the beginner DJs, how they can grow his or her brand, you know? How can these DJs elevate? Um, I, I gotta keep it 100 because someone kept it 100 with me. They call it tricks and gimmicks. I hate it, I hate it. Okay. Tricks and gimmicks, because here's the thing that I do know, and I won't, I won't lie to you, I won't sugarcoat it. Everybody pretty much have the same music. We all have that music. So what, what stands out from you and me is probably a gimmick. Mm. I think for me was I started early doing gospel that nobody was doing. And so right now the label for me is a gospel DJ, but I can do it all. But I'm labeled that because that was my niche. Let me use the word niche. So you gotta have a niche because everybody can get this music. Music is, is, is easily available for any DJ to get. Um, and maybe, maybe my friends can help me out with, with some of that, of, of what, what should an up and coming DJ have to get them on? Like, what should they have? I'm saying a niche. What's up, man? Yo, brother, so, yo, so, you know, talk to me, man. We talking about tips for DJs out there to grow his or her brand, man. What what are some of the best tips that has helped you grow your brand? And you know, some of the best tips you've seen other DJs grow their brand? Well, for me, uh, primarily, I think you should be confident. You have to be confident, you know? And you gotta, the primary things, you gotta gauge the crowd. You gotta know, you gotta let the people know who you are and you're with them. But then take them somewhere. Remind them of something. When you play certain songs, oh, I remember that when this, 
came out, I was doing this. When this came out, I was doing that. So you could take them somewhere. But then when you do that, then you can introduce your blends. But you don't want to lose them. Okay. You want to be creative. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they're doing right now. If you notice on a, um, a social media platforms, it can be a simple blend that's gone worldwide. Yeah, facts. Worldwide now. So my thing is now that's the thing now. You know, they took that slow song. Uh, what's that? Five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then they put a two-step beat to it. Baltimore and other DJs been doing it. But that's the plug right now. Yeah. So, you know, once you do that, the doors are open, man. The doors are open. So I say just be confident. And just and, and don't be scared to do something different. As long as the people two step to it, you know, you're good to go, man. That no, that's facts, man. You you definitely hit the nail on the coffin, man. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because so many DJs been blending for, for forever. And like yeah. that's the wave on social media. But I'm just like, damn. I mean, I could think of like even like my day, like I was born in 86, but I remember like Ron G and like that was like the guy for me. And I'm just like, man, these cats, man, if social media was around back then, man, these cats would be out of here, man. Seriously. Seriously. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's that's another thing, using these platforms that you have. Now, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes these platforms bother me. <laughs> <laughs> Watch other people doing something that I'm like, hold up. I was just, oh, and, and that could be me. What's going on? Then I start beating myself up again just off what I just watched. And I'm like, I can't keep. So all of my events, I don't post. I don't post. Mm, okay. And you do a lot too, man. Like you you do a lot, lot. Like a lot, lot. I appreciate it, man. And, and I have a great team and a great great community around me that helps me. Um, but, uh, but a lot of my posts, I don't do it because I feel like before social media, we were good. I was good. I didn't need it. And I'm like, why do I need it now? Because the world is on it. Ah, I'm still that guy, I believe. I still try to tell myself, you still that guy. And I tell Jeff, Jeff Majors that same thing. You were Jeff before someone met you. You'll be Jeff after they go. You're still Jeff Majors. So I say to myself, I'm DJ Soul before all of this. And I'm gonna be DJ Soul after this, so I don't need it. I don't need people to know that I'm doing this. They, they know it's not their party. That's fine. Now, if some of the clients are asking me to promote it, I will promote it. But if if they just calling for me just to DJ, I'm DJing. Posting that. <laughs> I ain't trying to post it. It's fine. I ain't got to prove nothing to know anyone. I ain't got nothing, and I don't want nobody upset with their life. By looking at my life, I don't want nobody. Okay. I don't want nobody to say, "Oh man, he doing this. He doing that. Why he doing this? I ain't doing this. He ain't really." I don't want nobody to think that. I want them to think I'm not working. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to think you chilling, man? You yeah, laid back. Okay. You ain't doing I'm it. I'm okay with that. But just know, I'm letting you know, I have a team that's working night and day to make sure because this got to work for me. Mm. This got to work. I lost, I, I, I sacrificed my first fam, my first wife for this. I did that. I messed it up because I chose to do this. 
And because my first wife didn't see the vision, I chose to still go my route and not put my family first. So I go, all this stuff I sacrificed for this, it's got to work now. If you're enjoying the content you're watching right now, and you want to learn how to level up at all your events and create vibes, well, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel right now. It better work. No, that, that's, that's what you just said. That's deep because it's so crazy, man. Uh, I, 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 I could relate. Okay. Not, mine's not with the, with the wife situation. Mine's with the family situation. Like I'm Nigerian. So, you know, I was supposed okay. to be a doctor and all this good stuff. And uh, yes. go to medical school and be in school till I'm 35. And all. <laughs> so yes, I literally this this is this is what I love. This is what I know. And yeah, I felt essentially like I sacrificed the family I grew up with, basically, to pursue and keep continuing to do what I love to do. Because yeah, no one saw the vision. No one believed in it. Even to this day, you know, Still. my parents they don't even talk to me because I pursued mm. this, which is crazy. But I know I'm happy with what I'm doing. And that's that's dope that, you know, you pursued this, even though you did lose somebody, you lost a family, but you actually, you you gained, you gained your happiness, your career, what you love doing, what you wake up and inspire to do. So sometimes we got to make those tough choices, you know. Yeah, yeah sure. It's what we really love or this, you know. So I, I think that's dope. And I, I commend you on that, man. A lot of people can't make that decision. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. You know? And then end up working a nine to five. They hate for the rest of life because yeah. now, <laughs> somebody didn't see their vision. Now, I got to be honest. I do work a nine to five. Which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but it's still in the field. I teach, exactly. Matthew, I teach Matthew music using the DJ equipment. Oh, We're going to get into that. Gonna, okay. okay. <laughs> we, we, come on, man. You know we got the research going. We're we going to get into okay. that. Yes, sir. I got to ask you. You've been DJing for quite a long time. What do you love most about being a DJ? I want to say connecting with um, different, all, all genre of people, uh, multicultural people, just, just connecting with people is the best part of this DJing thing. And, and I get to use what I love music to connect with some of these people. I would have never met a lot of these people if it wasn't for the music and the DJing that I'm doing. So this is, that's what I love. And, and watching folks fall in love with what I'm doing. That does something to me. Watching people, oh my goodness, man, when you when you mix in, I already know, when you mix in, you see other people enjoy, and they come over, and then you killed it. That does something to you, you know? And it does something to me. So that's what I love, man. I, I love to see people being blessed by what God has given me this gift. It's, you know, I did, I, God gave it to me. That's absolutely, man. Yeah, because before, before all of this, all of this training, YouTube University, I didn't have it. God mm-hmm. just gave it to me. And I just, I used what he gave me and I, I wanted to bless the people with what he gave me. So I did not want to go back to the scripture, hide my talent. I wanted whatever God gave me, I used. Mm. So that's what I love, man, that I get to interact and I meet good people. I'm like DJ, yes. and DJ, right now, DJ S4. 
I met them through this music. And I was playing music at a skating rink when I met them. And DJ Pink Vinyl, she says, I want to DJ. And then her husband, I know, I'm going back and forth. Nah, it's all good. Give me the story, man. Give me the story. He was already a DJ. But she's like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I think I wanna study under you first. That's okay. what she said. Okay. But I, he had it. He had it. He had the equipment. He had everything. But um, he he wasn't really into it at that moment. She was into it more than he was. And so she sat under me for and not under me. Trust me. She had to get my my. I felt like what I had to do was just bring it out. She had to get. Let me bring it out. Yeah. So I gave them scenarios. I opened up my doors to the house. If they wanted to come in the house and DJ all night long, they could. Sometimes I fall asleep while they don't. Mm, okay. Yeah, just because I love what they were doing and love watching what music was doing to them. And so this is what the best part of DJ. Yeah. Nice. So speaking of DJ education, training other people, which is what you do. You do it very well. Man, talk to me a little bit about that, man. How do you, no, give me your guide. Give me your, your school guide. How are you training, you know, your students to be better DJs? What goes into the training, you know, of your school, your, your academy that you got started? So um, how, I, how our training is, I, it's, it's all about your, your morals, your integrity, and I want to see those. If you got that, I can work with you. If you don't, if you can't understand beats and rhythm right now, that don't bother me. I want to see your character. So mm-hmm. most of the people that are around me are good folks. You can count on them. And that's the people I want. I want, so these, even as I'm teaching them in the school system, I teach them, um, some of them have to change the way they think and change their heart. And so I tried to embed that stuff in them first. So that way, when they read in crowd, they know how to read it right. Because reading the crowd right works, you know, works apart. Because you can read the crowd and they'll be wrong. Wrong song, wrong time, wrong song. <laughs> that didn't work. You didn't read the crowd right. What was wrong with you? You know, and, you know, sometimes I don't know. So that's how I gauge it first. I see how good these people are. Because most of the time, if I can't do an event, I will call a student or call a friend and say, hey, can you do this event? And if somebody coming in there, I want to be able to say, these guys are better than I am. And that's how I normally say it. I say, these guys are better than me. So I'm sending you the best. Mm. Because I'm already, no, these guys are great. I listen, I, I put my money on these two that's next to me. And anybody else that have um even took a little seed from it. Because I, I want to say, like I said before, these guys already had the gift. All I did was plant my little seed and whatever they were doing already, and it just enhanced. It enhanced what they are, what they do. Um now I'm going back to the school system. That program was started by a guy named DJ Five Star. That is not a program of mine. That's a program of DJ Five Star. 
and he needed a guy to help him run it in the education system. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, brother. Um, so my homeboy says, listen, I got a program, and, and we're in the alternative school. Now, the school is for troubled youth. I think you know what alternative is. Yep. He is a gangbanger, drug pushers, all of this. And they're asking me to teach math through the principle of using the DJC. Mm-hmm. Um, my first year of doing this was last year. Okay. It worked so well that the Montgomery County school system said, I need you to come back next year and do it again. And, and they said, um, just to kind of toot my horn. Um, ah, we, toot your horn, brother. Toot it. Come on. Uh, we want it if we get DJ Soul back. We need DJ Soul to teach. But I had to tell the guy that brought me on that I need more teachers to help me because I'm just one guy. I cannot do this by myself. You know, but I want to change the world, brother. My, I think my favorite cartoon was Pinky and the Brain. Okay. And Pinky, I think one of them said, what are we doing today? He said, we're taking over the world. Bro, yep. <laughs> yep. That's how I wake up. I, I'm taking over the world. And if it takes me using this music to do it, that's what I'll do. So I hope that answers your question. No, you did. And that's the right mentality to have. Now, give me your best mixing techniques or practices for a DJ. My best mixing technique, learn how to count. Mm. Counting is important. Um, Some people use eight count. I use a four count to make it easy. Um, And always try to figure out what the one is and come in on the one. All right? Find the one and come in on the one. Uh, what else? What else is a good? I don't. I don't know what. I, I think that's that's pretty much. That's a yeah. That's a, <laughs> I, I feel like that's the that's the big one right there. Because <laughs> you can't do that, then you you, you can't mix. <laughs> you can't mix. Now, does everybody do that? No. Some people can drop a record, and they don't have to blend it. And mix blend, it. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And and that's something that you know. I guess it's according to your class. I'm a, I'm a believer in mixing and blending. I'm a I'm a believer in. Um, some people are believers in turntable and turntableism. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a scratch DJ. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm learning it. Like I told you before, this this craft that we're in is all ever evolving, and so I want to learn it all. But but for me, like for radio, they don't require all of that. Some people yeah. don't understand the scratches as much. Scratching is for DJs, pretty much. The regular listeners, they don't they don't care about that. They do care Thanks. if you mix in the one on the one. Yeah. That those songs coming in right. So that's where I would say that that's what I would say. Um part of learning how to DJ and the, the basic, what you should know, how to count. Count those bars. I say one to four and, and mix the song. Yes. And understand BPM. Yes. And for those beginner DJs that don't know what BPM means, it's beats per minute. 
Yeah. Y'all got to understand that. Yeah. So DJ Soul, tell me about your best or your favorite DJ brands that you trust. Brands that you you know you'll buy their gear no matter what. Uh, you just make sure you tag them into it so I can get some. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, right now, I live by this um, DDJ SRT. Mm. Yeah, so the Pioneer, Pioneer is, yeah. Pioneers right now for my controller, definitely a, a, a plus for me. Now, I have some friends that love Tractor before. Okay. But now, I think they Pioneers now. Both of y'all are Pioneers. All right. So now, my, my family are Pioneers now. So Pioneers, definitely. Um, Serato as my software. There are some yes. people that live by, um, what's the other one? What virtual DJ? Virtual DJ, yeah. Now virtual DJ had started the stems first. Yeah. They started the stems, and I tried it. I downloaded virtual DJ and tried it, and I was I could not get into it. I apologize, virtual DJ. I just couldn't <laughs> go from Toronto to virtual DJ. Yeah. I think I needed a, a YouTube University on it, and I didn't <laughs> have time to learn it, so I just went back to Toronto, which I love. Um, um, as far as sound, sound varies for me because my boy boss brings out the JBLs. I like JBLs, yeah. but the QSCs, right? Yeah, QSCs, definitely, definitely a plus. Yeah, um, I definitely need bottom subs. Okay. Um, JBLs on my sub, JBLs again, JBLs on my sub, Shaw mics. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I've had troubles with the sin houses because they get my they get um feedback from other things. One day I was oh. doing a, I was doing an event and I was hearing the baseball game coming through my speaker. Oh man. To go to a setting that wasn't picking up the baseball game. But I never had that with my show mics. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I believe that's it. That's all I can, you know. Now nowadays I'm bringing out the bells and whistles like the lights, okay. because folks want the gimmick. That's true. Before, all you had to do was show up with your turntables, and you were the guy. You were the attraction. But now they need the lights. They need the fog. They need whatever you bring it. They need. Yeah, that's so crazy, man. That's facts. I didn't, I didn't start with the whole the lighting and the fog machine. I want to say to maybe like 2016, 2017. I was super late. But when I was talking to other DJs, they would look at me like from where I'm at. They're like, are you crazy? You don't bring lights to I'm like, if they're not asking for it or paying for it, I'm not bringing it. But I started realizing all the other I, – I know DJs that – even if the client didn't ask for it, they weren't getting paid for the, the add-on. They were bringing it to every event. And I'm not going to lie. Their events looked really good. But I was just like, man, if you're not paying me for it, I'm not going to bring it. But now I kind of like, you know, that's that's my extra package. But, you know, I kind of, you know, I'll just throw it in there like, yo, got to get these lights. We got to, you know, get this atmosphere going. But, yeah, it, it was different. It was yes. different. You didn't need all that. Like to me, I don't. I don't feel a need. Like I'm not going to dance because you have lights. Like that's not going to make me dance. But you know, us DJs are different. Yeah, yeah, there we are. It's totally different. I can tell you how different we are. When I first started, I never talked on the mic. I'm mm, okay. Even though people say you got the voice, 
I never talk on the mic. I let my music talk for me. Sounds like me. <laughs> I was. I let the music talk for me. But nowadays, they need a hype person to hype them up. And I'm not the guy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't even know what to say. It's crazy. You got you to gotta tell. It, it, it. I always say this, too. Like, I, I feel it's so crazy that you got to actually, as a DJ slash MC, like, People don't know how to have fun. Like you actually literally have to direct them how to have fun, to put their hand like they don't know what to do in any type of song moment or feel like they don't know how to act. It's like you literally have to tell them how to react, which I feel is crazy, but it is dope though to have yeah, that yeah. crowd control. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's very dope. But yeah, in my mind, I'm like, this is like even when I was like heavily in, in the parties and, you know, I, I went to parties even back then where, you know, Flex was DJ and Kid Capri. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed the music. I didn't, and they talk a lot, but yeah. they're talking it's, it's, did hype me up, but that didn't make me like, oh, they're the, if they didn't talk, I still was going to have a good time regardless because the music was so good and what they were hitting me with. I'm like, damn, I remember this record, you know? So yes. that, that's yes, crazy. You on it. You on it. What does a praise party with DJ Soul look like? Praise party with DJ Soul looks like <laughs> any, uh, I guess, a, a, a regular <laughs> just like a regular party. Like, uh, yeah, it's like it's like an urban party with me. You get, yeah, man, you gonna think you were in a club with me? Mm, okay, that's how I'm carrying it. That's yeah. So it, now. Because I can read the crowd, I know when to throw my worship on. And um, I change my slogan to soul experience. Because okay. what happened is, um, one day I was doing a party and I read it and I played this song on, I put this song on and had the crowd just crying and weeping and on the floor. And they were like, they stopped dancing and started worshiping. And my homeboy was like, that's the experience. And I was like, oh. I said, okay. So, it is a difference because I don't think I'm gonna have that in my regular, like at a regular club. I'm not gonna have people crying. Hey, <laughs> that will be the day. You may not. You you may yeah. though. You never hey. know. Yeah, hey, that will be the day. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But but for right now, with my praise parties, yeah, it's it's an experience, and um, it, it's it's the lights, it's the cameras, it's it's. You know, it's the people dancing, people enjoying themselves. And if they're not, I'll get out there and I'm now an Azuma instructor and I'm teaching folks how to do this. Nah, yeah. facts, man. So give me your top five gospel artists of all time and also currently. Woo. So top five all time and then your top five right now that you're listening to, top five that you got to play, that you love to play. Yeah. And you said gospel, right? Correct? Yep. All right. So my top five gospel all time, it would be Mary, 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 Kurt Franklin, Winans, okay. um, Clark Sisters. Okay. And one more, one more that I have, old school, old school, was old classic. Fred Hammond. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm a can. I, all right, Fred. I, I love you, brother. <laughs> I don't play a lot of Fred, man. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I respect and, that. And when I, and when, I when I play it at clubs, yeah. for me, 
and I put beats behind it. it okay. It, it, yeah, and I thought I'm thinking I'm using the ones like the glory, the glory, or uh, what the bless, bless, bless. So I'm trying mm -hmm. to use the songs that I know people know. And it's and not, it, yeah, not taking it, off. It's not. Yeah, it's not doing it. So it's not one of my. This is my go-to. So my go-to, Norman Hutchins. So okay. that's the old, old school. So Mary, nice. Mary, Kurt Franklin, Norman Hutchins, um, Winans, and the Clark Sisters. I bet. Give me your current top five. Who you listen to? Who you rocking with now? Oh, um, Jordan, 1K Few. Mm, nice, uh, ATL. Hold on, man. Don't, now you got me. Now you really got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got a top five. You can give me a top three. No, no, no. I still, yeah. yeah I still, yeah. Because I still, I still rock Kirk. So I still rock Kirk. I still rock Mary. Um, man, but I got, but hold on. I ain't gonna lie. It's it's my um Molly music, yeah. Molly music got oh, Jonathan Reynolds. I, I, I now now that they see that's why I got the, they help me out. So Jonathan Reynolds, Molly music, they yeah, they definitely on it. Doe, Doe, she's ridiculous. Even though her stuff, she's ridiculous. I love Doe. Um, I know that's more than five, but I think I got one more. My my Instagram folks, I ain't stressing the day. I ain't stressing the day. What's his name? What's his, what's his name? Solace. Solace. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's an Instagram. He got an Instagram song out. And it may not be, it's inspirational. But that's, man, I play it for my kid. So there's my, there's my list on that. All right, dope, man. See, DJs, man. Yeah, if y'all ain't got these uh, current five top gospel artists, y'all ain't rocking with them. Y'all need y'all need to check them out. All right, and I, I see that I see you a vegan man, and that's dope because yeah. I'm vegan myself. I mean, okay. I feel like you should just change your name to Vegan Soul, but I'm. Just, okay. But, that's it. That's it. But yeah, speaking, somebody got that name already. Somebody got that. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of vegan, speaking of DJing, speaking of health, I mean, we just saw what happened with uh DJ Twitch. Mm -hmm. out there with health depression and, and a lot of i feel like a lot of djs are not really talking about this because you know we go through it we were just talking about that earlier you know we, there, there are pressures out there when it comes to playing this music when it comes to getting in front of the front of these crowds stages i mean some people who they even have anxiety but talk to me about like what are you what are you doing to stay healthy as a dj so what i do is i find my community so i find my community I gotta have people around me, man. And, and these people keep me solid, solid, and and and, and I'm gonna just flip the camera to plant-based. And and my friends are all plant-based. Nice. If they understand me, they come to the plant-based place and we have a meal together. And so these this thing keeps me level, keeps me, keep me from losing my mind. Cause we talk, I, we just said, I just told you, I get, I get depressed. I, I feel like I, this ain't it for me no more. I think I lost my spark and, and I felt like, I feel like I've come too far and, and I haven't received everything that I believe God promised me, but I'm, I'm at a place where I'm like, 
I'm depressed. I need my friends. And so I moved from them. I'm probably about an hour and I'm probably about an hour away from them now. Okay. I, I come back here and let them know, hey, I'm in your town. Come see me. Because I don't want to yeah. lose it. Yeah, I don't want to lose it. And I don't want any of my friends to lose it. So anytime they need me, I want to be there for them. So this is what you do. You find a good, solid community that will hold you accountable, pray with you, you know, give you some real, keep it real, and um, lift you up when you die. So that's what I'm that's all facts. All right, DJ. So are you ready to play this game? It's called This or That, where you uh, have to choose either A or B. Hold on, hold on. Now you you did your research. You know I had a stroke. I had all this stuff, brother. So if my brain ain't operating all the way correctly, that's because of that. All right, all right, I'm brother, ready. My brother, that's- it's all it's all good, man. And I'm I'm glad you're recovering too as well, man. Because Yo, health is serious, man. We got we to gotta start taking care of ourselves. A lot of people think it's, it's, a, it's a joke. You could be here today, going tomorrow. You know? That's it. Yes, sir. All right. I'm ready. All right. Let's get into this or that with DJ Soul. All right. Christian hip-hop or gospel R&B? What do we rock with? Gospel R&B. Okay. Yolanda Adams or Kirk Franklin? Kirk Franklin. Okay. DJing live on TV. Or DJ on the radio. DJ live on TV. Mm, I like that. Jonathan Reynolds, Your World, or Ty Tribbett, New. Which song you like better? Oh, uh, that was tough one, brother. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I like them both. I, 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 <laughs> I like that. I can't choose. I can't this or that. They both are this. They both, are both. Both records are hitting, man, right yes, now. Like, yes, sir. All right, oh. DJing or producing? Oh, man. Producing right now. What's next for DJ Soul? What's next for DJ Soul? Like you just said, man, I'm, I'm going for television. I'm, I'm going for more, more. Um, well, let me just say, that's my wants. Whatever God has for me is what it is. But what if you ask me what I would like to have, is the television, is is more radio. Um, um, the, the, the production, I have to move towards production. I, um, I started a business and I need to see this business grow because I have a family and I wanna make sure that if God calls me home, that they're good. You know, because there, there are no benefit package <laughs> for DJ. That, that's true. You know, we got to take care of our ears, our eyes, and all that on the, on the money that we asked for to do this stuff. And so after all this health scare that I've had, man, it's important that I take care of everything that I need to take care of before God says, all right, so that's it. We've done enough. And I want to make sure that my children and my wife are good. Yeah. So that's next for DJ So. Nah, much respect, man. Now, how can people get in contact with DJ Soul? People that want to book you, hear you spin on the radio, come to your events. How can they get in contact with you and stay connected? I would say the best way to go is www.djsoul73.com or all social media, DJ Soul 73. 
So everything's DJ So73. Aaron? Ladies and gentlemen, y'all heard that. Y'all can get in contact with DJ Soul. Stay connected. All you got to do, DJ Soul 73. DJ Soul, my brother. Ladies yes. and gents, that was another episode of We Create the Vibes. Today's special guest was Praise 104.1 and Magic 102.1's very own DJ Soul. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.